Welcome to the Taffy Marino Podcast. I'm your host, Taffy, and I'm so glad that you joined me. Together, we are going to empower and encourage one another to do the good things God planned for us long ago. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've actually missed uh, getting to record episodes, and um, it's been a little while. I think it's been since August, the last time that I um, uh, did an episode. So it's January now. We had a lot going on, and I don't think at the time I realized how busy that season would be for us. Um, our son It is his senior year of high school, and he plays football, so we had a lot of fun watching him play and going to all the games and just enjoying that time. And then our daughter was married in December, and so we have a new family member, a son-in-love, son-in-law. We just love him. He's the best. But yeah, our family, we've, um, we've had a lot of good things going on. That being said, I'm just so glad to be back with you. The last episode that I did, we had started a series called Stay the Course, and I posted a rewind episode um, titled Are We There Yet? just because I thought it would go so well with this series. Um, And so today we're going to do um, an episode called Know Your Course. It's so important that if you're going to stay the course, you need to know what that course is in the beginning. You don't have to know every detail of something, but if you're going to travel somewhere, if you're going on a trip, you're going to know what direction that your destination is. You're going to kind of know which roads you're going to take in advance. Um, You're going to know how long it's going to take you to get there. So there are some things that anytime you decide to jump out and do something like that, there's going to be some preparation involved to know what the course is. In John chapters 14 and 16, um, it talks about about the Holy Spirit, and Jesus tells us that he would come and live in us, and he, the Holy Spirit, would show us the truth. He would be our helper, our advocate, our counselor, our strengthener, our standby. But it also says that the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, think of that, the spirit of truth would show us things to come. And part of that is our course, the plan that he has for us. There are, um, my husband and I were talking about this, and, and there's kind of two schools of thought, more than that, but in this area, sometimes you see people that they say you cannot possibly know what the will of the Lord is. You can't possibly know what the future holds, and you can never understand God's will. It's just too great. It's too big for us. His ways are higher than our ways, and and that is true to a certain extent. There are some things that we may not ever completely grasp or understand. But then there's another that you can know everything. 
you know, that there's nothing hidden. Everything is to be known. But I will say this. Here's what I believe. I believe when it's concerning you and your life that the Holy Spirit wants to reveal things to you and he wants to show you things to come. So you don't have to walk in the dark. You can actually know and understand what the will of the Lord is. And there is a scripture. Let me find it. He says, um, in Ephesians 5, 15 and 17, he says, look carefully how you walk. Live purposefully and worthily and accurately, not as the unwise and witless, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people, making the very most of the time, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil and we are in the evil days. Therefore, do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. So he wants us to know, he's telling us, but it's up to us to firmly grasp and take hold of what that will is for our life. Um, So if he's instructing us in this and he's telling us that the Holy Spirit will show you things to come, that means that it's possible. Now, I will say this. You usually don't know every detail, but there is enough. I mean, think about when Jesus called the disciples. He told them up front, come, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. Now, there were different times that he reaffirmed that, and he would give them a little more details. And we'll get into all that later. I'm jumping ahead of myself. But in the very beginning, he told them what his plan was. He said, come, follow me, and I will make you a fisher of men. I remember, I say I remember, it was this past summer, so it's not like it was that long ago. But back in August, I went to Colorado with my uh, parents and my youngest son. On this trip, we did so many fun things. We went hiking. We went to the hot springs. We did lots. We kind of planned our trip. Well, one day we were going to drive a scenic route. So I dressed appropriately. I dressed in what I think I would need for that day. However, there was a detour. We saw on the side of the road, there was this little area that you could could drive off and stop at and go look at some waterfalls. Well, to me, in my mind because I'm kind of like, I'm eternally optimistic. And that doesn't always uh, help me out because I'm like, how hard can it be? Oh, yeah, we can do that. That's easy. So uh, (laughs) we start off on this trail. To make a long story short, I'm in sandals. An hour later, we make it back to the vehicle. It was quite the hike. It is not what I was expected. And I can say, because I didn't know my course, I did not enjoy my course. Did I finish it? Absolutely, I finished it. Did I enjoy it? No. And could I have been better prepared had I known what to expect? Absolutely. Because see, they have these websites and they have maps. And there was probably a map. Now that I think of it, there was this area that kind of told all about Uh, the hike that you're about to take, but it'll tell you the level of difficulty. It will tell you all kinds of information, what you can expect, what's on the trail, um, what your skill level should be so you can know your course. Well, the Lord, the Holy Spirit 
He's not going to just shove you into something completely blind and you be unprepared. In fact, there's a really, this is a really good scripture over in Luke 14, 25 through 33. I'm going to read this in the Passion Translation. It says, and as massive crowds follow Jesus, he turned to them and he said, when you follow me as my disciple, you must put aside your father, your mother, your wife, and your sisters and your brothers. It will even seem as though you hate your own life. This is the price you'll pay to be considered one of my followers. Anyone who comes to me must be willing to share my cross and experience it as his own, or he cannot be considered to be my disciple. So don't follow me without considering what it will cost you. For who would construct a house before sitting down to, the esti to estimate the cost to complete it? Otherwise, he may lay the foundation and not be able to finish. The neighbors will ridicule him, saying, look at him. He started to build, but he couldn't complete it. Have you ever heard of a commander who goes out to war without first sitting down with strategic planning to determine the strength of his army to win the war against a stronger opponent? If he, know he does, if he knows that he doesn't stand a chance of winning the war, the wise commander will send out a delegate to ask for the terms of peace. Likewise, unless you surrender all to me, giving up all you possess, you cannot be my disciple. So right there, Jesus was giving this multitude an idea of what it would really require to follow him because they were following him. They were claiming to be his disciple, but he said he let them see what it was actually going to take to be a true follower of his, to be a disciple. He didn't want them to walk blindly into it. He said, you need to sit down and count the cost. You need to see if this is something you're willing to do because you don't want to get halfway in and then recognize, I don't want to do this. I'm not ready for this. I'm not... That this isn't what I signed up for. He was very clear in what it was going to take. And we look all through scripture and, and the word is very clear. One, what can we expect in the last days? We are in the last days. So you need to understand the days that we're living in and what that's going to look like and recognize that it says men are going to be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. That brother is going to turn against brother and sister against sister. It, it says all of these things that we can expect. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars. It's going to talk about the, it talks about the condition of the world and how um, it, we're going to be persecuted for the name of Jesus. We have to think about that and consider it and say, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. I see what you're telling me and I understand and I choose to be your disciple. I choose to follow you. I think it's interesting that Jesus said you have to take up your cross just like I have taken up my cross to follow me. Jesus had not taken up an actual physical cross yet. He was continually trying to tell them what was about to happen to him. He was trying to help them understand what the course was going to look like. But everyone thought Jesus was going to set up his earthly kingdom. They were convinced. They were seeing the miracles. They were seeing the 
oh, it was just such an amazing time to live in. The things that Jesus, that he was doing and, and the, like I said, the miracles that were happening, it was amazing. And so they wanted to follow him. They wanted to see this earthly kingdom established and that they would have victory over Rome and no longer be oppressed. But Jesus let them know, I'm going to be taking a cross up and you're going to have to take a cross up too. Are you willing to do this? There are many scriptures in the word of God that will not just locate you like where we're at in time. It'll let us know that we are in the last days. We can look at scripture and see that. But he'll also help you locate yourself in the word of God. There are over 300 prophecies that Jesus fulfilled in scripture. Jesus found himself in the Bible. That's how he understood who he was and what was going to happen because he found himself in the word of God and he counted the cost. He did not. In fact, he said, if there be any other way, let this cut pass for me. But if not, I'm prepared. I know what it's going to look like. And I'm prepared to take out my cross and follow you. I want to encourage you today. There are things that the Lord is putting on your heart. There's things that the Holy Spirit is talking to you about. Sit down, count the cost. It's worth it. I can tell you now, it is so worth it. Always to follow him. I don't know exactly what your path is going to look like, but I will say this. Next week, we're going to be talking about being prepared for your path. Had I gone on that hike prepared, I would have had a much different experience. There were people actually enjoying that hike because they were prepared. They had counted the cost. They knew what it was going to take and they were prepared. I was not. I jumped right in in my sandals and my basically I was in a in an, something that I would go shopping in on a Saturday. Did I finish the course? Yes. Was it difficult? Absolutely. Way harder than it had to be. Had to be. It didn't have to be that hard. It was difficult. And was there some pain involved? Yes. <laughs> My feet hurt. But it didn't have to be that way. So what I'm saying today is when we know our course, when we understand and we truly count the cost, that is going to cause us to prepare. And when we prepare we're going to have a very different experience. We're going to know what it takes and we're going to be, we're going to say yes. And then we're going to be prepared for that. So join me next week when we talk about preparing for your course. We have to know the course so we know how to prepare for the course. Thank you again so much for, thank you again for joining me. I love to use the word so. It's just a great word. I put so on everything. I have to watch it. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have a wonderfully blessed day and a great week. I'll see you next week.